You're listening to the Holistic Spaces podcast brought to you by Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Episode 252, mini feng shui consultation with Amber Milanovic. Welcome to episode 252 of the Holistic Spaces podcast, where we hope to inspire, educate, and empower you to create your own holistic spaces that nurture and resonate with you. Angie Cho and Laura Morris are the founders of the Mindful Design Feng Shui School. We teach feng shui online at mindfuldesignschool.com. We teach a feng shui certification program. We have special free workshops. And also we have an annual Lunar New Year workshop. So we're welcoming the year of the dragon very soon. The Lunar New Year is February 10th, 2024. But in preparation every year, Laura and I offer a Lunar New Year program called the Feng Shui Reset Program. So we hope you'll join us. We have a special promo code for our podcast listeners. It's 50% off and the code is Dragon Year. And we also have coming soon a free program that we offer almost every year called the Feng Shui Basics Program. And it's not available all the time. So if you want to learn more about that, you need to join our mailing list. So if you're not already on our mailing list, you can sign up for it by visiting mindfuldesignschool.com slash join or check the show notes. So this week we have a really fun consultation. If you guys remember a few months ago, we had a giveaway for a free feng shui mini consultation and it just so happens that when I, I put in like all the number I like assigned everyone a number and I put them in like a, a number selector generator thing and one of our graduates Amber won the giveaway so we're so excited to have her not only can we look at her office with her together today but we're also so delighted to highlight her. So you'll learn more about Amber. Amber offers feng shui, and then we'll we'll give her website and her Instagram information at the end. You can also find it in the show notes. So Laura, you want to take it mm-hmm. away? Yeah. So we are doing a mini feng shui consultation. And how I thought this could flow is give you guys a little bit of an idea of what it will look like. We're going to do it so that it's not, this is not a real full feng shui consultation, just so all the listeners are aware. You know, those are generally quite a bit longer, a lot of in-depth, you know, work going into them. But we thought this was be a really great way for our listeners to get a sense of how a feng shui consultation flows. We'll hit the high points. We'll focus, we're going to focus specifically because Amber uh, had requested this and we thought it was great. Focus on business and office spaces. So because we're going to talk about her office space specifically. Also, Amber is a feng shui consultant because she just graduated from our program. So we might have a little bit of shorthand going on where I'll I'll talk to Amber about something and she, you know, she knows quite a bit already. But we're going to make sure that everyone gets a sense of the basics. And our objective here today is just for you guys to get a sense of the kind of things when we interact with client and how it can flow and some of the insights. So let's start with meeting our client. I'm going to read a little bio about Amber. Amber Milanovic is a feng shui practitioner and licensed acupuncturist based in the Hudson Valley. 
With a background in fine art and design, she brings in an artistic sensitivity and creative approach to helping you on your path to moving through life's obstacles. Whether it's pain condition, overwhelming emotions, or a sense of feeling unsettled in your home, she believes that dis-ease presents itself as an opportunity for transformation and there is something in her toolkit that will help, that will assist you in becoming the fullest expression of who you are meant to be. And Amber, when you do a consultation, you often send them a form or some kind of an intake. And we we asked Amber to let us know what her wish would be. And so we asked for, you know, one specific one because of, you know, we're doing a mini one here. And her wish is a larger and more consistent client base for both acupuncture and feng shui. Essentially, I want to attract more clients who will benefit from my work and who I enjoy working with and will positively affect my income. So focus on business, business growth, and integrating as well her new feng shui business with her acupuncture. So we start with a couple of questions, I thought. So we looked, we reviewed things, we looked at stuff, and Angie and I had a couple of questions. Angie, you have a question? Yeah. Can you just tell us a little bit about your space? Do you own it or do you rent it? No, I rent. It's a larger building with other practices. Essentially, there's a couple practices downstairs, smaller, like herbalist, naturopath kind of thing. And then next door, there's another acupuncturist focused very much on like lime and herbs. And then I'm over here on this other side of the building. That, does that make sense? Yeah. And so people enter through a lobby with double yeah. doors and you rent that lobby and then they walk through another door to get to the treatment room. And that's those, both those spaces are yours. Do you share it with anyone? Yeah. So the lobby is technically public space, but no one else uses it other than me. So it's a private, but it's, it's, yeah. Okay. So no one else has access to it. There will be people like the herbal practice next door will like pass through on their way to the kitchen. Okay. Right. But they don't actually like use the lobby for sitting and it's just my clients sitting there. okay because we didn't see okay. another doorway in there uh, right so the main door is outside of those double doors there's like a if you go out the the initial oh. the doors that are on the floor plan mm-hmm. uh, there's a desk outside of that that is the reception area and then right in front of that is a set of stairs and double doors that leads up Okay. So with the plan you sent us, you rent the lobby and the treatment room or just the treatment room? What's the lobby and the treatment room. Okay. Okay. So, and those are your spaces only? Yes. Okay. 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 Yeah. Cause we just wanted to get an idea of where your business begins and ends, like your physical business space, because it's really important for us to figure out what is your domain, right? Like what's your active business space for things like laying the bagua, right? Mm-hmm. Which we can talk about. We'll talk about it and about, you know, what it might look like if we laid the bagua on this particular area, this particular space. And just for listeners, it's, you know, they're two squares, they're joined together and they're slightly offset. So the lobby is kind of one room. And then you, you move into Amber's acupuncture, her treatment room. And the lobby is sort of an ingress. It's just sort of a spot where it looks like clients can wait for a while. And then you have to open a door to get into your 
treatment room. So your clients just had a question, would they be checking in with a receptionist or do they come straight up into your lobby? They come straight into the lobby. Okay. So they would come straight into the lobby. And so you might be in with a client as well, correct? That's right. When they enter in. Okay. Okay. So we know that that's your, the, the scope of your business. So just a little bit of questions on is this a new space? Did you just rent this or have no, you had this for a while? I've been here since 2019. Okay. So you've had it for a while. You have an active business now, which is acupuncture, right? As well. And how do your clients find you typically? Would you um, say? I would say at this point, it's more word of mouth, but there also is, I have a sign out front and I've had people say that they found me just on the sign. And then another source has been um, just Google. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And would you say approximately how much of your, like, do you have a lot of repeat clients or is it a lot of new, like you, that's your business, right? Just cultivating client base and keeping them coming back. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But it's something, you know, you have to like people, people get well, they're ready to move on or come less right. frequently. So it has to be replenished all the time. Right. Okay. So this space, I won't, I'm not going to share your screen because I don't want us to start getting in and looking at spaces when people, at, uh, when listening, can't actually see it. So I'm going to kind of walk you through it. The good thing is, is, you know, when I say this to you, I think you'll have a good idea. So it looks to me that when you lay the Bagua on your particular space and you include the whole area, because the lobby is yours in your acupuncture area, your treatment room is yours. It appears to me like you have a little bit of an extension, which an extension means that there's an extra part of the Bagua for her to work with. That's good. You know, it's an extension, it's projection. But it also means like you you have a bit of a missing area in mostly wealth. Your wealth area is missing if you include both rooms. So a lot of times we talk about laying the Bagua on room by room. The nice thing is you can room by room Bagua them to do enhancements and all these kind of things on your lobby and then on your treatment room because you actually have two perfect little squares, right? That's great. So it's easy for you to add things. And we'll talk about that in a second, some of the enhancements that we can add. But I thought it was interesting that when you actually do a macro and look at the whole space together and look at the two units as one and then Bagua those two units, it looks to me like you may be missing all, if not part of your wealth area. So in this particular one, which is, you know, sounds all scary and awful, right? But we know that that means for your business, it's not, you know, you have a really strong Kun area, which is partnerships in this case for business and nurturing and foundation, all these great things that people are, you know, that makes your business successful, but you maybe the cash flow or the amount of money coming in could be improved if we extended and expanded into that, that wealth area. Okay. So if we look at this space, which is pretty straightforward. And Amber, when I tell you one way to adjust it, and if it's possible, I don't know if it's possible for you to add a mirror on the wall in your lobby, just on the other side of your sofa, if that's possible to add a mirror there to take over that and to expand and take over and adopt that part to expand your wealth area. Does that make sense? Yeah. So that, I think what we're talking about is the missing area. It's technically another, behind it is actually another little like room office. Mm. But it's yours too? It's not mine. Oh, it's not yours. Yeah. It's not yours. Yeah. Still putting the mirror there just to kind of like pull that through. 
Yeah, exactly. Because in feng shui, we're looking at exactly, that's why we ask so many questions about what do you rent? Like, what is your space? Because the lobby is your space and then the treatment rooms, yes, behind the kind of a, maybe a little bit behind the lobby and beside your treatment room where it's creating a little bit of a missing area, that's probably someone else's treatment room, right? Or something else. But that doesn't matter. We don't care. We got what we want to do is we want to extend our bagua up. And so adding a mirror, either you can add a mirror in your treatment room and push that wall out, or you can add in the lobby and kind of push it up. Essentially using a mirror to expand and reflect more room so that energetically you're, you're taking up more space and you're now adopting that wealth area. So you can kind of pick where, which wall you want to put it on. You know, there's other ways to adjust it, as you know. You know, you could use color of the gua. You could use, mm-hmm. you know, a feng shui crystal. You could do lots of stuff. But you're you because you mentioned you're going to have to do something that's inside because you can't get to the outside because obviously that's somebody else's space, right? Right. Okay, but you have a projection. It looks like you have extra in Kun and in Dway. So if you're thinking about that in business way. You know, Kun is a lot about relationships and partnerships and nurturing and caregiving. So it's good. Like it's a nice thing to have more of. And you have a little bit of an extension and sort of extra in Dway, which is productivity, outcome, things kind of coming to fruition, completion, your projects being resolved. So you probably are pretty good at finishing things and completing things. You know, you probably are pretty good at that. So yeah, so that was it other than that. And then you, but then the beauty is you have these two nice little squares that make up your lobby as one square. And then your treatment room is another square of, you can make perfect little baguas on those and you could do some enhancements in there, right? Mm -hmm. You could kind of go in and decide, okay, well, what do I really want to focus on? And where do I want to put my energy behind? Because, you know, we always say, don't do every gua, just pick a couple. So when we were asking a little bit about your clients and the fact that you have a client base and you word of mouth, have you like water chi, like bringing in more water chi and not only that, like increasing your water chi because water chi is flowing, people talking, you know, interacting, networking, all of that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe ways to increase your water chi would be a good thing like and and you know it could be any way there's so many ways right so if i said to you and you should know what i say to you if we wanted to think from a transcendental standpoint to increase water but also to add fire to play con which is the water gua off of lee mm-hmm. which is the fire gua and have those two push and pull against each other you probably know the cure i'm talking about and for listeners, you could even, Amber can even do something like that in the one that sort of more advanced cure that Amber knows what I'm talking about, but she could also do it in a way where she could activate those guas with color. Okay, Amber. So you could with color or with a plant or with the same thing in both guas or with a feng shui crystal with the intention of using that water chi that you know, I, it sounds like you have a decent flow of clients. And so it'd be really great if you could also get them talking more and the talking more is the fire, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And talking about you. Right. Right. So 
that's what it's causing the fire a little bit more. Yeah, maybe. And and I looked at the photos of your beautiful space, by the way, really well it laid out, like gorgeous, like no clutter, like really weighed out, very inviting, lovely, like really beautiful. But it maybe could use a like a tiny bit of fire. Yeah. Like yeah. just a little bit. Little, yeah, little. it's it is cool. It is cool. It it's it's very restful and very well appointed, like it's beautiful, but it is it's it reads a little cool. Yeah. And the artwork over the treatment room bed is quite abstract and beautiful. And I mean, I wouldn't change that, but you could add something else, you know, in that you could even, you know, add a plant or something to, to, to light that fire up as well as doing the transcendental cure that we're talking about where you're activating both fire and water. A thought I was having is to do like a, a reddish toned or like clay colored curtain. Yeah. Like, Cause that's well, cause that's where your window is right yeah. in the, Yeah. 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 That was kind of something I had in mind anyway, just as like a, a visual thing, not thinking of it in the way that you're explaining it. So. Yeah. No, but that's perfect. Angie. Can I add something just because um, we were looking last weekend, we were looking at your final project through case studies. And for both of them, you commented on your clients, Amber, that your feng shui clients that you felt like they walk in and the chi just goes out into mm. the other room. And you kind of and I don't know if I would have felt the same way, but I like could see where you were coming from. But I see this pattern is replicated in your plan. You walk mm. in the door and then there's a door to the treatment room and then there's a window. Yeah. Did you notice that pattern? I kind of did. Yeah. Okay. And I think that's probably why I was, I'm aware of it in other spaces. <laughs> yeah. I- so you have that pattern, but it's also that that line is come is activating what Laura is talking about your career, your, your water and your, and it's also your fire. So it's bringing the water in, but it's going straight out. So maybe even doing something at putting that feng shui crystal ball, like what you told your clients to do for their homes, you do that place the crystal ball to hold the chi in the lobby or in, or right past the door. So your fire water connection isn't you're, you know, the people that come in aren't just going straight out and that your fire water connection is creating alchemy rather than than having the the fire burn up the water or whatever it is. Sure. Or yeah. Sorry, go ahead. I was just saying, or the water putting out the fire. Sort of same idea. Yeah, it it's it's you it like you don't have trouble stuff flowing in, but it's not a bad thing to have the fire also be able to hold its own or just and not only that, the line of chi itself just to slow. So there's two things here. One, the flow of chi. It's coming in, it's going straight through. So stop it, slow it down, put a feng shui crystal there, modulate it, have it go around your space now. The other thing is yeah, you've got a lot of flow in and maybe water chi is easy for you. Like when people hear about you, like you, or you, people are like, you know, there's a lot of chitter or you, you know, a lot of people or you're pretty well networked or you have good, you know, good client relations, but you know, the fire part is lacking a little bit. And a lot of times people think, oh, well, isn't fire and water together bad? But, you know, it's not bad, actually. You know, opposite guas and feng shui are really powerful when they play together. And, and you know, when you have, um, I think we may have said this before, when you have fire and water, you get steam, right? You get, you get hot tea, you get all these great things, you can cook foods, you can be productive with it, right? So I think 
you have, you, I can tell you see some of these things in it. And this is why it's important to, even when you're a feng shui practitioner, like you are, it's so important to have someone else look yeah. at your space. Right. Totally agree. <laughs> and then one other thing that kind of came to me that I was thinking that you could do as, and you've been in this space for a little while, so it's not a new space, but you could, you know, walk the nine star path and you don't even need to physically walk it. You could just stand in the middle of your space in the center gua and just visualize it. But you could walk the nine star path, which is a particular way that the guas flow. And it's, you know, it's a sequence that you can walk through. And for our listeners, you don't even need to know that much. You could just stand in the middle and ring bells. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ring bells, but you could do because you're starting this like new part of your business, like maybe it's a good way to acknowledge, to begin it, to commence it, to do a kind of a not a reset, but like a way just to kind of welcome it in is to walk the nine star path or visualize the nine star path and ring the bell one time in each of the guas or nine times, depends on how you want to do it. Okay. And it can be tinksha bells. It can be, you know, it has to have a nice sound, you know, tinksha, I find tinksha bells work really well. Mm-hmm. Now for listeners at home, you can just do this in the center and you don't even need to know the nine star path. You could have every intention of wanting to move the chi through the space in a, in a ritual way, in a ceremony, you know, way, with using ceremony and, and just set your intention and, and just ring the bell in the center. Cause the center is really powerful. But Amber can either walk the nine star path or visualize the nine star path, which which is a very powerful way to cure, to clear spaces and to activate spaces. Okay, before I keep talking because I'm talking a lot, Amber, what what else do you? What's been coming up for you? And there's there something that you know we can touch on before we wrap this up to make sure that you're getting what you want from this. Um, I guess there is a little sense of like, there are times when it feels like the the work is not fully sinking, if that makes sense, like fully sinking in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I what it, what has occurred to me is like, oh, these floors are white or really mm-hmm. like cork flooring, right? And I'm wondering if there, if it has something to do with that, just this sense of like really rooting the, the treatment mm-hmm. sample and just being more consistent with that. So yeah, it, I'm just, I'm wondering if you have any thoughts about that. Yeah. So stabilizing a little bit more, right? Like feeling like things are a little bit more, like when you say that things aren't landing, it is that the clients are, the clients feel settled when they're there, right? Do you sense? Yes. Okay. That's true. I just, there's something about like, sometimes the work is not taking hold as thoroughly as I feel like, like, I feel like my focus is there, but Mm. then like totally landing. Okay. When you're working with clients or you just building your business? Both. Okay. Okay. So you can't change the floor colors because, you know, it's a rental, obviously. I took a look at photos, but off the top of my head, I can't remember what it is. But I'm wondering if where you are, two things. One, you are in command when you're sitting of the of the treatment room door. And you are kind of in command of the main door in, the lobby door. But I, I kind of wonder a little bit, and like, and I know you probably can't do this because you're in treatment sessions and you don't want noise, but like, it's almost like you, you have a disconnect between where you're working at your desk and your the door to the lobby. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I don't know if it's possible for you to put a very love, lovely, nice little bell that is like nice to hear that when people, you know, so that mm-hmm. you at least know that, that somebody's coming in, a client's coming in and it gives you more command over that. 
that was the one thing I was kind of like, I was like, oh, she's kind of like working away. And I know that's just how treatment rooms are, you know, it's how it works, right? If Especially if you, well, if you don't have a um, receptionist there. So that was one thought that came to me is that there's a little bit of a disconnect from the entrance into your workspace and you are kind of out of the way and, and not in command of it. And then the second thing is you could just really like root yourself down a little bit more. You could add a, you could add a rug, obviously. Right. right? And add a rug that feels grounding to you and makes you feel settled and focused a little bit more. And then the other one is there is a cure that you know that we did in specifically around career where you are, it's the stability cure too, which you could try. So, but the, the other thing is you said, you know, your, your office is beautiful, but it maybe could use a little bit of warmth. So maybe if you do play around with some of those warmer tones, maybe you could do something in that, in the rug. Yeah. And maybe if you're feeling Amber, that it's not grounding with your client, maybe some kind of earth element. I know you, cause I, I do see the rugs under the, the treatment table on the desk and not under your desk, but treatment table and under the sofa. Um, I wonder if there's some kind of earth element that you can place under the treatment table. Mm. So like either something like a big rock or mm -hmm. something like what, I mean, so you're a feng shui consultant now. So what, what would, what comes to mind for you, Amber? Mm. I mean, I do like, I like stones. I just feel like I would need something a little bit lar larger. Yeah. Right? I think it would have to be large. Right. Right. Um, wow. I'll have to think about that a little bit. Yeah. Because you live and you live, you know, in, in the Hudson Valley, which is upstate New York, in case people don't know. And so maybe you actually like go out and find something from your community because you're relying on connecting to that community, that local mm -hmm. community to come to be your clientele. Right. So maybe it's something that comes from like one of your favorite places nearby that you, you spend time at because it's very outdoor community too. Right. There's like lots of farmers there and lots of people that hike and like the rock climbing there is really amazing, right? Absolutely, so, yeah. So maybe you can actually just go and find something large or maybe it's not one big large thing, but an accumulation of small little stones that you start to collect. Mm, yeah, I like that idea. It's nice. It feels right. Yeah, I like the connection with community because that's also ties into that gua fame, gua too, the fire gua, right? It's like recognition, mm -hmm. reputation in your community. So it kind of all weaves together, which is nice. So you're still, you're, yes, it's going to be grounding and earthy and heavy, which is good. But you also get that if you set the intention to, you know, collect stones that represent the community and your place in the community and the I think that could be really powerful. Could be really well, cool. I would also say, which is important now to say, is also every if you don't know this already, I, I think Amber knows, but like it's very important if you do take something from the land to ask the land for permission. And I and first receive the yes before you take something from the land. But I think that's also especially important in this case for you, Amber, because I know like you're a relocated New Yorker mate and you know you've been there for a while but it's also there's something really important about about connecting and like you said grounding and rooting into this community so there's a connection made there that you can really 
land there and establish your career there and establish your home there, right? Yeah, absolutely. And your practice. So it's a very strong practice that's rooted in and supportive of the community. So part of that is for you to ask permission to be included. Yes. Yep. That makes sense. Like Well, it. thank you, Amber. So I want to, before we wrap up here, I want to just talk a little bit about uh, Amber's details because she also... Well, she offers both acupuncture and feng shui, and her website is ambermilanovic.com, and I'm going to spell her name, A-M-B-E-R-M-I-L-A-N-O-V-I-C-H.com. Now, you that's being, it's all going to be new and fancy with uh, feng shui, or are you going to integrate your feng shui services into it? Yeah, it's coming. The, the redo is in the works, and I'm pretty excited about it, actually. Cool. And then you are on Instagram as well for those of you that people that want to follow Amber and it is Amber Milanovic acupuncture. So thank you, Amber. That was good. I I hope you found it valuable. I hope that even though you're well-versed in this, that you still got some good takeaways. No, it's so good to have another, a couple other pairs of eyes on it and just thoughts. So yeah, I really appreciate that. Thank you guys. You're welcome. Thank you, Amber. And thank you listeners so much for tuning in to the Holistic Spaces podcast. You can tune in every week for a new podcast episode. If you like our podcast and this episode, you can share it with others. You can always support our podcast by checking out our Feng Shui certification program or our mini courses. We have one open right now called the New Year's Reset Program where we celebrate the Lunar New Year. So we're welcoming in the year of the dragon and we have a special coupon code for our podcast listeners. It's dragon year and that's 50% off. And we also have our annual Feng Shui Basics free program available soon. So you need to be on our mailing list to get access to that. And it's only available for a limited time. Both the reset for the Lunar New Year and the Feng Shui Basics are both only available for a limited time. So. The best way to kind of get all the updates is to be on our mailing list and you can join if you're not already on it by visiting mindfuldesignschool.com join. Also be sure to check out our consultants webpage where you'll soon find Amber and other consultants. And if you have any questions or you're interested in, in getting a consultation like we just did with Amber, we have so many excellent graduates that would love to meet with you. So thank you so much and we'll see you next week.